0: Say What Family, good morning, good lunchtime, good afternoon, good evening time, whatever you're listening to this, hello, I love you so much. Hope you guys are having a good day so far, hope you're having a good week. I am sitting in my office and it is so cold in here, well this is my home office, well it's not really an office, it's just a desk, but it is so cold in in my room right now so I'm just like sitting here shivering, it's fine, I should go put on a sweatshirt. But I'm not. I just got out of the bed, and this is what we're doing. So I uh, hope you guys are well today. If you are new listening to the Say What podcast, welcome. I'm Hannah, and I love you so much already. I'm so grateful that you chose to listen to the podcast, and I hope you become a part of the Say What family here. Um, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. And to all of the regulars who listen, I love you guys so much. You're my best friends in the entire world. Um, life updates. Life updates. I got guys, this is lame. I'm like laughing at myself before I talk about this because there is nothing going on right now. Like we're just kind of chilling, taking every day as it comes. I know that sounds like whatever, but I really got nothing right now. Just been kind of a casual week. Um, But one life update is this is the new thing that Thomas and I are doing. We started doing workouts on the fitness plus app, which is a part of Apple and we basically did it because we're looking at ourselves and we're like, all right, it's time. It's time that we, like, get off, get off the bed, like, stop watching TV and, like, move our bodies. Um, especially because if you have anxiety, working out is really helpful for anxiety because it gives your anxiety a place to go. Um, actually, a doctor told us that this week or a couple weeks ago. And so that was, like, really good to hear that if you are struggling with anxiety, working out was really helpful because it literally, like – gives a place for the anxiety to go and helps like clear your mind. And so we're like, okay, it's time for us to do that. That makes sense. We should do that. And we are a part of the Apple one package. So the fitness plus app comes with it. But if you are looking for something that can just like give you workouts to do, I am loving what we're doing right now. It is, they basically have like I mean, every kind—a couple videos for, or a lot of videos for every kind of workout you could do, and some of them are ten minutes, some are twenty, some are thirty, some are forty-five. So they have different time frames for everything. And in the videos, there's always three people. There's the person teaching the class. There's somebody doing all the exercises um, modified, and then there's someone doing the exercises at like the next level. And so there's different places that are different like areas that you can watch depending on your fitness level. And they um, are including disabled uh, people in the videos as well, which I think is incredible because that's just more inclusion into our world. And I'm all about some inclusion. So I'm really, really loving this right now. Thomas and I are on the beginner workouts because that's just where we're at right now. And um, we've been doing them and it's really good. It feels really good to like move your body and watching these videos or they have like a time on them so you can keep up with like okay I'm 7 minutes I'm into my workout and then if we do something for 45 seconds they put a timer up so you can keep up with that so it's really really good the videos are very well produced you kind of you just pick what you want to do And there's an option for you, basically. So I'm really liking it. Shout out to Apple. Of course, they make something like this and make it beautiful and great (laughs) and inclusive, which I love. Uh, But it's something we've been doing. And I I really think it's been helping our anxiety because it's just really good for us to put our anxiety somewhere and work it out. And I I feel like the hardest part of working out is actually getting out of bed and doing it. And so since Thomas and I have been doing it together, that has been really good because it helps me like, actually do it, because I don't really think I would work out on my own. It's just not happening. So it's good to, like, move my body and make me feel good and just – because that's what we want to do. We want to feel good. We're not, like, super focused on a goal weight or losing this much weight. We just want to feel good. And it has yoga, which I love, and Thomas and I have started doing some yoga, and it's been funny to watch him do the different poses and try and teach him how to do it. He's really good at it, so I'll give him that. But it is funny to watch him try and, like – be flexible like that because he's not flexible but it's okay it's really cute uh so yeah that that's the only life update I got guys it's lame but I think it's cool that we're doing this because we're actually getting out of bed and moving our bodies but if you are looking for something like that I highly recommend the fitness plus it's like if you have an apple watch it's the app that all your fitness stuff is in. So you already have the app, but I think you can get the videos by either paying for it. Or if you have the Apple one package that just came out, you can just get it. I know nothing about any of that being honest. Thomas does it all. And right before I recorded this podcast, I was like, how do we have fitness plus you just started playing it. I don't really know. So he had to tell me, so I don't really know much about it, but I know if you have Apple one, you get the workouts. That's, that's about it. So Okay, moving on to our segment that we do every week called Word of the Week. And this week's Word of the Week very much goes hand in hand with what we're talking about um, this episode with intrusive thoughts. So the Word of the Week this week is truth. The Word of the Week is truth. Often there are lies in our head, like constantly coming through telling us we're not good enough, we're fat, we're ugly, we're unlovable. We can't do this, we're not smart. You are always failing, like things are thoughts are always in our head, obviously, and lies are always coming through. And so this week, let's focus on what is true about ourselves. Like what is truth? And what is truth is that you are enough, that Jesus loves you. You are beautiful. You are made in his image. Like you can do that really hard thing that you're scared of doing. You are the smartest person in the world. Like you are so smart. Like, So let's focus on truth this week. So that is the word of the week this week is truth. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time right now talking about it, because we're going to talk about it a ton at the end of this episode, because truth and intrusive thoughts go hand in hand. And it's so important to know what is true about yourself. So I want to go ahead and get into the topic for today, because I really want to make sure I have time to spend on this. And I want to go ahead and give a trigger warning up front. Um, We're going to be talking about unwanted thoughts. And a lot of them include violence. So if that's something that you like can't hear, can't talk about, um, it's okay. You can turn this episode off. And when you're ready, come back and listen to it. But I want to give a trigger warning because we'll be talking about stuff like that throughout this episode. It's really heavy. So I just want to make sure you're in the right space to listen to this. And the reason I'm talking about intrusive thoughts is Uh, I didn't even really know what they were until therapy, and then I'm like, oh, I've dealt with this my whole life, but I didn't know there was a name for it, and this name actually makes me feel better because a lot of times I just think they're thoughts, but no, they're intrusive thoughts, and they're intrusive thoughts for a reason, and I think it's something that everyone can relate to in some way, shape, or form, so that's why we're talking about it, so but just want to give a heads up with that trigger warning. Just maybe listen to this when you are able to. So what are intrusive thoughts? Intrusive thoughts are involuntary thoughts or ideas that are very much unwanted. <laughs> they are the thoughts that come in that you're like, what? Do I really think that? Like, how, I, I, I never want to do that thing. I never want to say that. I absolutely don't want to have sex with that person. I really don't want to jump off a bridge right now. Like, what? Uh, what is happening? I am crazy. If anyone knew that I had this thought... They would think I'm the most insane person in the world and I could never do anything. No one would ever love me. No one would ever want me. I am crazy. That's the thoughts I'm talking about. And I know that when I said that, some probably immediately came into your mind. And that's what I want to talk about today. And intrusive thoughts, they really can cover, like, a wide range of topics. They can literally be about anything and everything, and they often result in, like, anxiety and worry and stress because you're just like, what the heck is wrong with me? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with you. But that definitely can come into your head. And I did, like, a quick Google search on this, and I was reading an article about it, about intrusive thoughts and how many people struggle with it. And one thing that I found said, and this was done in 2018, that – there are possibly more than 6 million people struggling with this. So possibly 6 million people struggle with intrusive thoughts, which is really insane that that's how many people <laughs> struggle with it. But I, I, it doesn't shock me. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm pretty sure every single person struggles with that. Also, it was 6 million people in the United States. I meant to say that. 6 million people in the U.S. struggle with intrusive thoughts, And that, that makes sense to me because it's like, I'm sure every single one of us has had at least one of these thoughts come through. Some of us have them more often than others. And I think some tips that I'm going to give at the end to what to do about this will really help you if this is something that you struggle with all the time. Because I can raise my hand as high as possible that like, this is something that I used to struggle with really, really bad, like almost all day, every day my mind was just filled with intrusive thoughts. And now I can say that they are less often than that. Um, I definitely still have them, but it's not as bad as it once was when I was going through some intense, like traumatic stuff. Like when we first moved here, trying to overcome all the stuff that we've talked about with the abuse from the pastor about my friend and all that stuff. So just trying to like process through all that trauma. (laughs) Um, when I was going through that, these intensive intrusive thoughts were intense, but not so much anymore, which I am thankful for. And I can also shout that out to therapy or shout out therapy because my therapist (laughs) is a lot of the reasons why I've been able to overcome these intrusive thoughts because she's been really able to help me and help me not feel so crazy. So six million people in the U.S. struggle with this. Insane. So I want to give some common examples if you're still like, I have some kind of thoughts, but I don't know if they're intrusive thoughts. They probably are, but I want to just give some common examples of intrusive thoughts. So some of them are, let's say you're driving down the road and you start thinking about someone that you love driving with you, getting a wreck and dying. So like you're driving down the road and you have a thought of like, oh, this person who's like falling behind me, like they're going to, what happened? What if they get a wreck and die? And it's like really intense. And then another thought could be about something sexual with a family member. Or someone that you'd never want to have a sexual encounter with. Maybe you had a thought about having a sexual experience with them. Okay, another one. You're cooking dinner with friends. You're using a knife. And you have a thought that what if you take that knife and kill your friend? That's another common one that you think about when you're like, that a lot of people will think about. Um, You may have unwanted thoughts about children. And I want to make this very clear. I've been talking about random thoughts that come in your mind. Not people who do have thoughts about children and act on them. Like this is separate. I want to make that very clear because there are people in the world who have thoughts about children and then act on them. And that is awful and terrible in every single way. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a thought comes in your mind and you're just like walking down the street and you see a kid and like something violent or sexual comes in your mind about that kid. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't feel that way. That's not what I want to do. No, 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 no. Ow, ow, ow. That's what I'm talking about. Not that other group of people um and then another thought could be what if I just jumped off this balcony right now like and you're like what I'm not even I am no way shape or form suicidal but okay and then another example is um I know I didn't do that thing in my past but what if I did so like let's say there's a A situation that your brain keeps telling you that you did there's something that you did but you know you didn't do it but the thought keeps coming in but what if you did what if you did what if you did what if you did did do it then you'd be terrible so those are just some common examples but they're just basically thoughts that make you feel like really awful about yourself they make you like feel very weird they make you carry a lot of shame. They make you second guess yourself about anything. And a lot of intrusive thoughts are sexual and violent. That's where the majority of the thoughts are about are sexual in some way and violent. And I honestly didn't even realize that intrusive thoughts were a thing until I was talking about some of the ones that I was having in therapy. And I felt like really ashamed to even say some of the ones I had out loud and my therapist like didn't make it a big deal at all. And she was like, Oh yeah, that's an intrusive thought. That that's not who you are. And I was like, What do you mean? It's that simple. And she's like, Yeah, like, it's that's that's not it. That's just a thought that came in your mind, like, nope, you're out. Or that that thought is out. That's not, that's not you. And I was like, What do you mean? And and it kind of made me think about my life and how often I've had these thoughts and just immediately put that thought as a label onto myself. I was like, okay, if I had that thought about that sexual encounter with that person that, oh my gosh, I would never want to do that. I'm like, well, I guess I do somewhere internally. And that's my deepest feeling. And now I feel awful about myself. Like I would put those labels on. And then sometimes I'm, I would not and think like, Oh my god, if, I I cannot believe. That was real. I cannot believe that thought came into my head like I am the worst person in the world. Like what if I actually am a serial killer? Like I had the thought the thought about killing someone and they're like what if I am a serial killer? And then I thought I'm like serial killers don't think about being serial killers. They're just serial killers. <laughs> like they don't they don't spend time thinking about what if they are one. They just are one. So clearly like I'm not a serial killer, but that thought that came into my mind made me think I am and it's basically just a spiral. So the thought comes into your head, you ruminate on it, you think about it for a long time and then you start spiraling and then you have anxiety and then you can't get out of your bed for the rest of the day. Now sometimes it's like that for some people and other times it's just like oh my god I'm just gonna ignore this and not ever think about it again and hope that I'm okay and then you just like get (laughs) rid of it. So there's kind of, there's different areas and people experience intrusive thoughts in all different kinds of ways. And especially, I think we can all relate to having the shame around them. Like you feel awful, you feel terrible, you just carry this like shame of like, if anyone knew it was actually in my head, no one would love me. I would not have any friends. I could not do anything. I could not have a job. Like I am nothing if anyone knew these thoughts. But I want to tell you today, I want you to hear me on this You are not your thoughts. Intrusive thoughts are called intrusive thoughts for a reason. They're intrusive. They're not real. They are just thoughts that come in your head. They in no way, shape, or form reflect who you are at your core. Absolutely not. I think a lot of intrusive thoughts are also from Satan trying to get into your head and make you believe something that's not true. And that's what they're called intrusive. They come in hot and they seem to have a lot of power, but they don't. You are not your thoughts. You are not crazy. You're not a psycho. You are not weird. You are not bad. You are not unworthy because you have these thoughts. You are normal and you are loved and you are just doing life like everyone else and just have this thought come in your head, but it does not label you. You have no reason to feel shame about anything. No reason at all to feel any shame around these thoughts because they're not, they're not you. They are not who you are. They do not reflect anything about you. They are not who you are at your core. They're not who you are, just like on surface level, nothing. They have nothing to do with you. And I know that these thoughts can feel like they reflect who you are. They reflect your heart because they're in your head. But that's not true. They are just thoughts that come in really intensely. And it's, I, I don't know how to explain them. I don't know why they exist. I don't know how they exist. they are not you. They are not who you are. I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a doctor. I can't explain why these intrusive thoughts happen. Like I said, I do believe some of it is spiritual, but that's all I got. I, I don't know why they happen, but I do know they are not who you are. They don't reflect anything about you. That really intense, weird thought that you had about that kid is not you. That's not you. That really like what you feel like is a shameful thought that you had about that person that you absolutely would never feel or never think is not you. You don't actually want that. You don't actually want to do that. These thoughts come in. They seem like they have a crap ton of power over your head, but you know what? They don't. We're not giving them any power. We're not giving them any control. We're not giving them any time of day at all. So what do you do? What do you do if you have these thoughts? Number one, you know that you're not alone. They can make you feel so isolated and they can make you feel like you are the only person in the world that has these thoughts. And that's what they like to They like to make you isolate yourself. They like to take you away from Jesus because you don't want to tell Jesus that you had this like really creepy, sexual, violent thought about somebody. Like it, you don't want to tell anybody that you had that thought. So they, they try to isolate you. They try to make you feel like you're the only person and that nothing good can come out of you because you have this thought but that is not true. You are not alone. You are not, not, not alone, and you are not your thoughts. So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to first know that you're not alone, and second, here's where that scripture about taking your thoughts captive come really handy. We are going to take these thoughts and like overpower them, okay? You and Jesus, we're just, we're just going to do this. So w- intrusive thoughts, we have to be really vigilant and we have to act fast so we don't ruminate on them. Because something that's really common is you'll have that thought come through and you're going to think about it for like all day, for weeks on end, maybe months, because it, it shook you to your core that much. But no, we are not going to let that happen, friends. Like we, no, just absolutely not. We are going to take control of this because we are not going to let this wreck you or ruin your life at all. No. No, no, we're not going to do that. So we have to act really fast and we have to act, we have to be vigilant. We have to have an attitude about it. That's like a, a strong posture of like confidence and knowing that it cannot take over you. So I usually yell a lot when it comes to intrusive thoughts. Clearly I'm very like passionate about this right now. Um, But I do that because like I need to be me and Jesus. Like I say me, but it's me and Jesus like working on this together. And I just picture like some spiritual warfare happening where like, a battle is happening and Jesus and angels are like, absolutely not. Like, this is not going to happen. This is not who I am. This is not real. Like get, get aggressive about it if you need to, honestly, because that's what helps me is like being able to overcome them is just being aggressive about it and like picturing this battle and being like, you know what? I'm going to win this because Jesus wins every time. Jesus wins every single time. And so we've got to keep that in our minds. And Jesus is greater than anything else in this world. And so he's greater than this Thought that you had. So what we do is really important to get out of your head and see and decide what is truth. And that's why truth is our word of the week this week, because I know that you're going to have thoughts come into your head this week, these intrusive thoughts, and we gotta remember and decide what is truth. So something that's really helpful for you to do is like do it on your phone or get a sheet of paper out and have a chart that says like, here's what truth is, and here are the lies that I'm hearing. And write down everything that is true about yourself, that's true about what Jesus says about you, what you know is truth about your life. And some examples can be, I am fully loved and whole and made in Jesus's image. That is true. What is true is I love my spouse. I love my kids. I love the people in my life, in my community, and I take care of the people in my life. I love them with my whole being, Um, another truth, some, I think you should really get specific about this guys with whatever intrusive thoughts you have. Like, I'll be honest, a lot of my intrusive thoughts are around death. That's just kind of what it is. Um, some people's intrusive thoughts are around religion. Some people like for an example, that could be like, um, I'm never good enough. I'm never going to make it into heaven. Like no matter what I do, I'm never going to make it into heaven. I'm going to burn in hell all the time. Jesus doesn't love me. That kind of stuff. Some of your thoughts could be intrusive thoughts about religion, or I got it wrong, like this actually isn't real, or things like that. And then another example of intrusive thoughts are sexual. So you could have sexual thoughts about people you don't want to, and your family, your, I don't know, just whatever. Like whatever is specific to you, because I think we all have probably general, generally the same thoughts, but they can be specific to our situation. So, what is something that you need to be reminded of, like? for me, I'll give make this clear or make, give this example. So like I said, mine have to do with death. So often I would think like Tom, what happened? Let's say Thomas gets hurt. Then what am I going to do with my life? Am I going to have to move back home? Am I going to stay here? Am I going to move in with my friends? Like that's where my spiral goes. And I feel okay being honest with you about that. Cause I talk about it a lot in therapy, a lot with my friends. And I feel like I've overcome this intrusive thought a lot, but that's one that I have. Something's going to happen to Thomas. And then I'm going to have to figure out what to do after that. And and I really think, and it's interesting how these intrusive thoughts sometimes can come after a big event in your life. So Thomas's best friend, one of his best friends, um, since he was a kid, got in a car accident and passed away, um, a over a year ago. And so this thought kind of came after that and, that was just part of my grief. That was just part of the grief that I went through of losing our friend was what if that happens to me? And then then it would just go and it would not stop. And so something that I have to remember is true is that Jesus loves my husband. He's going to protect him. Not that that he didn't protect our friend, that this is separate. That was just an example. But like Jesus loves my husband and we're doing everything we can to protect him. And I'm going to pray for protection over my husband. And if something does happen, it will be, be okay at some point. May not feel like it's okay at the moment, but like at some point. What well, actually I'll take it back. It'll never be okay if something happens, but I I will continue on. I don't know. Anyways, I would have to write down very specific things that have to do with that unwanted, that intrusive thought. So for you when you're writing your list, like I love my family. I would always take care of them. I love my kids. Jesus loves me. I am fully whole. I care for people in my life. I believe that my husband will be okay. I believe that he will be safe. He is sitting at home right now doing work. Like, he is going to be okay. And I don't want to have sex with that person. I don't want to do that violent thing. I don't want to hurt my friends. I don't want to hurt the people in my life. Like, writing down what is true. And then, on the other side, writing down some of the intrusive thoughts you have. And this can seem like scary and and like spending time thinking about it, but no, like because you're gonna really focus on the truth part. So just getting them out of your head and writing them down on a piece of paper. Like this is what's true, and this is what not true. What is not true is I I don't want to have sex with that person. I don't have that thought about that kid. I don't want to hurt the friends in my life. Like writing down or writing down the lies that you're hearing in your head. Like that you do want to have sex with that person, that you do want to hurt the friends in your life, things like that. So writing down what is true and what is not true. And then you're going to like mark over the intrusive thoughts. You're going to like take your pen and just like cross it out because no, we are not focusing on that. That is outside of your life, outside of your thoughts. It's gone out and then you're going to spend time thinking about what is true, like really internalizing what is truth, and even having like scriptures that you can repeat over yourself and speak over yourself is really important. That's really helpful. Um, I'm fearfully wonderfully made. Jesus created me in the palm of his hands. There's like different scriptures that you can just speak over yourself. Jesus is my rock. He is my savior, like Things that you can repeat over yourself when these things happen. So, we're gonna, ha- we gotta really focus on the truth here, like what is true, because that's gonna come in handy in a second. So, knowing what is true and having these things that you constantly repeat to yourself, like mine are, Jesus loves me, Jesus loves my husband, this is not who I am, this is not what I want, this does not reflect anything about me. Okay, and then when a conversation, you're gonna have a little conversation with yourself to bring you back to reality and bring you back to what is truth when these thoughts come into your head. So let's say you're sitting at home. This thought comes in. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have a little conversation with ourselves. I say it out loud. That's honestly just what helps me. Even if I'm with people or like with, I don't know, in a place where I can't maybe not like aggressively yell out loud. I'll at least just say in my head like, this is what's true. And I'll even sometimes like say it out loud. If I don't care. It, it re- that's what really helps me is just to say these things out loud because you're trying to take control back of your mind, yourself. You and Jesus are working on this together. So the thought comes in. What you do, take a second to pause. Like you really got to get back into your body, like back into yourself. So what you do is you take a really deep breath in. <sighs> and a long exhale out. So you're going to deep breath in. So this thought comes in and you're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to tackle this right now. We're not going to ignore it. We're not going to throw it out. We are going to tackle this right now. So we're going to take a deep breath. We're going to pause, take a deep breath in and a long exhale out. And you breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. And that just kind of like centers you back a little bit. Gets your nervous system calmed down because I'm sure when these thoughts come in, your nervous system goes haywire like mine does. So you're calming yourself down. You're just sitting back down. And then you think about the thought that you just had, that like weird sexual encounter that came into your mind. And you say it and you're like, is that true? No, that is not true. And you have to say that, like attack that thought. We have to attack that thought. Do I want to die? No, I do not want to die. What is the truth right now? I am not my thoughts. My thoughts do not define me. I am deeply loved by Jesus. I am deeply loved by others. And I love myself. I do not want to do that thing. This is not who I am. This is not reflect. Who I am inside. Satan, you have no control over my mind. You have no control over who I am. You are not gonna turn me into a spiral and I can't get out of it. You do not get to win. These thoughts do not get to win. Jesus wins and I know who I am. And I'm loved by others. I love my husband. I love my dog. I love the people in my life. Like Whatever you need to say in response to that thought, you say it and you say it with authority. Because Jesus has given you that authority to speak that over that thought. Our words matter, guys. Our, what we say matters. And so you, ha- you have the authority to speak this over your thought. And I, I, it honestly helps me, like I said, being aggressive about it. Because then I'm like feeling like I'm taking back control. Like, no, that is not real. And then after you just like aggressively have authority over that thought... You can just sit back down and be like, you know what? I am not going to carry any shame about this. I am not going to carry any shame. Only Jesus wins in this situation, and I can overcome this. Like, I can overcome this thought. What is true is that my husband loves me. My husband is not cheating on me. My husband will not cheat on me. I have not done anything that would make that happen, and I'm not going to. Thought out. Thought out. And I I will sometimes like say that out loud. Like I will like thought out of my head. You don't matter. You don't get to take up rent in my head. Like, (laughs) no, you do not get to take up space in my mind. There's already enough going on out there, up there. I'm not letting this in. Absolutely not. We take control and we take authority over this thought. And it's kind of like casting out demons I'm getting a little spiritual here, but it's fine. Like it's kind of like casting out demons. Like when you're when there's something demonic happening, like you, you take authority, like you say its name and you say, like you cast it out. You're like, nope, Jesus is here. Jesus is in control. You are out. Absolutely not. Like you have the authority through Jesus to speak that out. And that's what we're doing with our thoughts. No, it does not define you. It does not get to stay in your head. And you do not have to carry any shame around that thought. Absolutely not. And so you've got to attack it in this way. Um, Well, actually, I'll I'll take that back. (laughs) I'm sure there are other ways that you can uh, get these thoughts out of your head and, like, attack them when they happen. This is the thing that I feel like has helped me the most and has helped people in my life the most is just being – being really aggressive about it and having authority over it. Because what we really don't want to happen is for you to ruminate on those thoughts. And that's why we have to be aggressive because we don't want the thought to come into your head and then it just stay there and it just gets into your soul. Like, no, it doesn't get to do that, guys. It does not get to take control of your mind, your body, your soul, your life, your relationships. It does not get to control you in that way. And so it comes in and it and you experience it and you take control and then you send it back out. And I think it's important to address it when it comes in as well, because if you don't address it and you just kind of ignore it and like let it go, then it will think it can still come back in. And so that's why it's important to like really spend time on the thought when it happens. Because when I was going through my really intense, intrusive thoughts, a lot of times I'd be like, "Uh, oh, no, get out, out. And then like the next day I had the same thought. That afternoon I had the same thought. Like I wasn't addressing the thought when it came. So it thought it could come back. And so when we're addressing this thought and we say that like, we have the power over you, like you're not real, like this is not who I am, then y- it'll, it won't come back as much because you've already like processed it and attacked it right there. And okay, so the person who's listening to this thinking like, Hannah, this all sounds great, but I have intrusive thoughts all the time. Well, it's time for us to put in the work and do this every single time. Because if you do this every single time, you're on top of it and you're getting back control of your body. You're getting back control of your anxiety. Jesus is helping you out in this. We're not giving control to anything else. And so if this comes in while you're at work, you go to the bathroom. Maybe you just start going to the bathroom to pee like every hour. That's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. But you've you go, you take a minute for yourself and you do this. And at the end, after you've like (laughs) attacked this thought, you thank Jesus. You're like, Jesus, thank you for helping me overcome this. And like, give yourself a pat on the back. Like you also did this. Like Jesus helped you, but like you did this. Like okay, I, I am back in myself, I'm back in my body, deep breaths are always going to help you feel back into yourself because a lot, of this time, a lot of times the intrusive thoughts can take you to a different reality and not like be present and so taking deep breaths and like getting yourself back to where you are present day also helps and so just you, you got to go through this every time and the more you do it, the less the intrusive thoughts will come. So we just we attack it when it comes and we don't let it control us. And you don't have to do this for like 45 minutes. I'm not saying this process has to be long. It can literally be thought comes in, you know what? What's true? I am loved by Jesus. I love myself. I love my husband. I don't want to hurt the people in my lives. That is what's true. Thought, you cannot control me anymore. You don't have that. You're out. This is not label me. This is not define me. I do not have to carry shame about this. So I am not going to carry shame. Jesus, thank you for this. Thank you for helping me overcome my thoughts and taking them captive and throwing them away. Deep breaths. See, that took like 30 seconds. And then you just do that and you go on with your day. And I don't say go on with your day in a way to minimize what just happened to you. But we've gotta we've gotta do the work to not let this happen to us over and over and over. And I have so much sympathy and empathy for an understanding when these thoughts can take over your life. But we don't want them to. We don't want them to take over our lives. They don't get to take over their lives because they're not real. They're not true. There are lies that get in your head. They are intrusive thoughts. It's intrusive for a reason. Like I said, it just comes in hot, thinking it can take over, intruding your mind. And it does not get to do that anymore. We're taking back our minds, friends. We're taking back our minds and not letting this control us any longer. And so if you're sitting here today listening and you're like, man, I am in the thick of this. Like This is happening to me every day and I don't see a way out. This, this can be your way out. And I also highly encourage you talking to a therapist about it because that is very helpful, too. And knowing that you're not alone. Like, if you have a trusted person that you feel like you can share your thought with and you think that, you know, you know that they will love you and only see it as intrusive thought, then I recommend doing that because that will also help, like, you not feel so alone because, like I said, intrusive thoughts love to isolate us. Um, they love to isolate us, but they just don't get to do that. They don't get to do that anymore. Any more. I love you, friends. I love you so, so much. And I'll be praying specifically for you this week that intrusive thoughts do not get to control your life anymore and that you won't feel so alone in them. And I'll be praying that you can take these steps and actually do it. It seems really weird the first time. I'll tell you that. It seems real weird to have a conversation with yourself like this. But it, it, it works. It works. And you can do that. And you can do the weird thing for a second. If it helps you feel <laughs> at peace and in control of your mind the rest of the day, honestly. Um, so I love you guys so much. And if this is something you struggle with, you are seen, you are loved. You are not your thoughts. I will preach that from the rooftops and say it a million times if I have to, you are not your thoughts. I love you guys. I thank you so much for listening to this today and getting to talk about it. If you have struggled with this and you want to talk about it, my DMs are open. Send me a message and we'll chat because I want you to know that you are not alone. I love you guys so much and I hope you had the best week. Remember our word of the week is truth. Take some time. Write down what is true and hold on to those things. Write scriptures to say over your life. The ones that I say in the moments are I am fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord and he created me in the palms of his hands he loves me deeply Jesus loves me unconditionally he has the agape love unconditional love that's what I that's some of the stuff that I say and I think you can say that too find those scriptures that you need to speak over yourselves in these moments but I love you guys and I cannot wait to talk soon